Hello, sweet one. Everyone starts from nothing. Nothing is such a great start. It is a solid base that is unwritten on by others and from which you can create beautiful things. But when building from that foundation, remember that no man is an island. All on this earth need the help of others. Let me explain. Thomas Edison. You remember him, the great inventor of the light bulb. But did you know that in reality it was not Thomas Edison who created the light bulb, but Humphrey Davy? Edison did not invent the glass bulb, nor did he invent the filament inside it. But what he did do was to edit Davy's design to make the light bulb commercially practical. And then there is Michelangelo, who is undoubtedly one of the most famous artists of all time. Michelangelo had learned the art of fresco painting by his superiors. Shakespeare had inspired poets to incorporate drama and verse into their poetry. So in essence, all creators, be it from inventors to writers to artists, have all been influenced by not only the things around them, but by the people whom they have interacted with in some form or fashion devoid of time. But the idea of needing to call in the strength of others is not limited to the creative, for there is not an aspect in anyone's life for which they do not need another. In times of sorrow, friends and family gather to give a shoulder to cry on or an ear to lend to the grieving party. And during times of achievement, do we not all look for that one special person in the crowd for which we can smile and say, I did it. During times of great natural disasters, victims will turn to others for financial support or life-saving supplies. Today's world is reminding me more and more of the haves and the have-nots between those who are unable to meet their basic needs of food, clothing, and shelter, and those who live a life of opulence. It takes me back to a book I once read by Jacob Rees, which documented the poverty in New York City in the late 19th century. And just as the Vanderbilts and the Astors and many others rallied together to effectuate needed assistance, so too do people like the Gates and the Zuckerbergs. But I am here to say, you do not need to be a Vanderbilt to help. Each one of us has the power to help in our own small way, a way that will build. And it all starts with one stone. I will tell you about that and my story in a bit. But first, I want to tell you about my sponsor. And this sponsor is for my adult audience that is 21 years of age 
or older. If you do not fall into this category, please rejoin the podcast in 30 seconds for the Leo Tolstoy story. And for those of you 21 or older, this episode is sponsored by Usual Wines at usualwines.com. The wines for a modern drinker age 21 or older. With Usual Wines, each bottle is 6.3 ounces, a heavy pour, or about a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle because of a single-serve format and the bottle design. Usual Wines is always fresh. No more flat, bubbly, or stale rosé. And for those watching your waist, the wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. And they have such a great selection. Usual Wines has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have the 83-calorie Usual Spritz that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code STORIES for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on Usual Wines. And now it is time for my story. It is called Stone Soup. And it shows when community pitches in, no one goes hungry. Once upon a time, a tattered traveler came to a small village and asked for something to eat. Now we have barely enough for ourselves, said the weary villagers as they started to shut their doors. Then could you spare me some water from my pot? he said with a twinkle in his eye. Producing some ordinary rocks from his pocket, he said, These magical stones would make for such a delicious stone soup. Stone soup, cried the villagers, thinking that the man was quite mad. Who has ever heard of stone soup? Still, they gave him the water, hoping to get this crazy man away from their village. Soon a crowd gathered as the traveler built a fire under his large pot of water and added a handful of stones. And after a while, he tasted a steamy spoonful and gave an odd smile, one so strange that I had the villagers ask, So tell us, how does it taste? Not bad, he smiled. But it is a shame that I don't have any onions, for I think that onions are the one thing that the soup is missing. And so a villager passed over a bag of onions, and the traveler put it in, and then he tasted again, and said, Oh, that is nearly perfect. All we need now are some potatoes, for which another villager eagerly gave. Everyone wanted to have a hand, in this mysterious soup, and very soon the pot was filled with celery and mushrooms and peas of barley, and happily the traveler used them all to cook a delicious soup that fed the whole village. 
The villagers were amazed that such a wonderful soup could be made from stones. But you see, it wasn't the stones, for everything and everyone start from nothing. It is such a wonderful place to start. But it is from the help of others that beautiful things become even greater. And please know that the story isn't just about feeding somebody a soup. It is about providing for what others need, whether it be financial or emotional. And just as the villagers thought that they had nothing to give, the travelers showed that even with so little, everyone has something they could make for something greater. All you have to do is know that in your small way, you can provide for nourishment. You can provide for financial help. There are so many people today that are depressed, that feel like they have no value, and that they are invisible. You can make a difference in their lives with just a simple hello or a smile. Or you could do something that takes more time and more thought. Spend time with those who are in need. Think of activities that would be fun. Think of ways to include them in projects you are doing. You know, when I first started off in the work world, I didn't have any skills, and I felt that I couldn't contribute to anything. But luckily, I had great mentors. The first job that I had was at Dunkin' Donuts, and I, like many other 16-year-olds, didn't have the skills for working in a place. I didn't know how to fill the donuts. I didn't even know how to work a cash register. And if I were left to my own devices, maybe I could have figured it out after so many errors. But I was lucky because I had a great boss. Jerry is somebody that I will always remember and hold deep in my heart, as well as Darlene and Doug Shaw, because they were the people that helped me. They never were upset when I made mistakes, but rather smiled and told me how close I was coming to getting it right. And in the meantime, they all worked harder to cover for how slow I was while I was still learning. And although we're talking about somebody at the age of 16, the lessons that they taught me have carried with me all of my life. And I ask, do you give others the time that they need to learn and to grow? Do you give others the time to let them know that they have value? Or do you just make them feel invisible? Although money is tight, do you still find pennies that you could give to others? For even a penny, when multiplied by everyone, comes up to a great amount. I do hope in the morning you can think of ways to make another person's life happy, to make them feel like they have a purpose on this earth, for we all have a purpose. 
but sometimes we just need help from our community to remember it or to accomplish it. Thank you for listening. I do hope today you will be the change that the world needs. Think of how you can work to make a community through volunteering and fundraising or some other event. We all, in our own way, can make this happen. And now, my sweet one, I want you to get some rest. Good night.